Ward Wrestling Live. We're here again with another uh, Florida wrestling legend here, Zach Sanford. Coach Zach Sanford. I, I keep I keep messing that up. I don't know why. I'm so sorry. I got to say that name three or four times. But he's he's awesome. He's here. Uh, he's the FPC head coach. Uh, last year got uh, brought into that program. It's a long, historic program, and he's already doing big things. Uh, he wrestled himself at Sebastian River High School. Uh, Three, uh, three time quali qualified in 2004. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, my high school career is nothing special. Yeah, yeah. He, he wrestled at UCF 05 to 08, three time NCWA All American 2007 runner up. Uh, he's currently a black belt in BJJ. Uh, so far, he's two and one as a pro. And this year, he was named the All Area Coach of the Year for that uh, program up there on the Palm Coast, which if you haven't been up to the Palm Coast, go there. You'll never want to leave. It's an amazing place. So, hey, what's up, Coach, man? Thank you so much for coming on. I, I do appreciate this. I'm absolutely honored to have you on. Uh, obviously, the spring has been kind of difficult for everybody. Uh, what have you been up to? Um, just, uh, you know, picking up sidewalk. I got, a, I got a little gig at a golf course I'm doing in early mornings. And then uh, in the afternoons, you know, staying in shape uh, at the gym or – uh, you know, having uh, gym pra wrestling practice. Oh, sure. I get it. A lot of people doing the same thing, I'm sure. Yeah. What have you been doing to keep your guys uh, <clears throat> maybe virtually in shape or keeping their mind right through all this or, or making sure uh, they're doing something every day to kind of be prepared for uh, it looks like we're coming out the other end of this? Yeah. Um, you know, stay, stay in contact, uh, told, give, them, give them ideas uh, what they could be doing. We did. Uh, we didn't do too much virtual stuff. I know a lot of them. A lot of them uh, work out on their own. Um, but our main, our main fact is we need to get it, needed to get them drilling and drilling as fast as possible. So as soon as uh, the governor opened up gyms for uh, opened up business gyms, I went to the guy who uh, owns the, the uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu gym that I go to. I said, "Hey, can we work out? Get a wrestling class happening that way? You know, it's completely." All right, <laughs> completely, completely. Everyone's covered, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So that yeah. Tuesday, you know, we had our first practice, and you know, it's uh, that's awesome. I think a lot of practice. Anyone in Palm Coast who wants to sign up at the gym practice. <laughs> nice, I like it. Yeah, and I think a lot of coaches are in your same boat where they need to look for, you know, an off-campus club or a, or a yeah. I know uh, Smith, they're doing that in Bombay. They're that that part of Brevard. They came in together to create their own gym. Yeah, uh, I know down in South Florida, I had um, Coach go on, and he mentioned that once they can open the gyms, if any of those guys want to come out, uh, he'll be more than happy to to help them. So um, you just got done with your first season up there, right, or second? Second season. Second season up there, and you already produced a uh, a bunch of all area. Yeah, uh, guys, six of them um, made the first team, and then you had multiple on the wow. second team. Multiple got honored. Uh, you had people named up in the Jacksonville team area too. But yep. four of those guys made states and made a healthy run for it. Uh, yeah, had had a couple place, I think. We had two two fourth placers. Nice, nice. So that had to be that had to be good for you to see. You feel like <laughs> along, right? Considering last year we didn't have any state qualifiers, you know, it's quite the jump when you have no state qualifiers and you go to four state qualifiers and two of them end up placing top four. You know, that was that was really awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, congratulations, and, I, and I'm sure I'm sure that didn't happen overnight. I'm sure it took a lot of hard work. And I, I was reading some really good stories about how, how you drill these guys and just keep them drilling and drilling and drilling and drilling. So um, yep. I think it's repetitive, repetitive, repetitive creates. Uh, what did someone say the other day? We went, we used to get, uh, they used to make us train it till we couldn't get it wrong. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, that's not yeah, a little more, a uh, little more uh, primitive. I, I, it, I tell the kids, you know, guys, it's simple. It's just hard. You know, it's just <laughs> it's the, the concepts are simple. You know, it's just a little difficult getting them done. Sure. The more you do it, the easier it becomes, and then you know, it becomes second nature. So you took over the program from a guy that had been well known there. Um, he had yeah. been there a long time under the uh, under the De Agostino family. And um, he went up to a, a big powerhouse in Georgia. Um, may or may not have taken some kids with them that you had. Uh, you walked in and your cupboard was a little bare. Uh, so talk about uh, what your plans are and what your plans have been to, to keep that historic program going. And, and how are you uh, now bringing your culture and your philosophy and adding it to a culture that has been created over the years? Oh, wow. All right. Um, well, yeah. So, yeah. When I, when I came in last summer, uh, cover, bear, bear cover pretty much sums it up. I had, uh, you know, I think there was three kids that were returning starters. And, um, uh, you know, none of them were state qualifiers. Uh, they were, and uh, there's, there's a couple, couple uh, other, other uh, JV returners. But, um, Ah oh, man, so pretty much what I, I went through my head, I'm like, all right, how do I how do I make it so this season, you know, we're still respectable, but you know, we're considered a success. Um, and so I went in there, I I, uh, I talked to every, um, I think one of the biggest biggest things that helped me is uh, um, we have a we have a, a kid Kenneth Ford. And his dad has an elementary kids club that he's been running for many years at Benel Elementary. And uh, he gave me a list of kids that had wrestled for his program in the past that are becoming freshmen or, you know, they're going to be coming up. And, uh, you know, we, we went and he helped me contact them and we got them in the room. So I had kids who had a little bit, a little bit of a, a exposure to wrestling already. Um, uh, also, the middle school buddy Taylor here. They had they had a uh, pal wrestling program, sort of like a little mini middle school season. So I got some kids from there that you know had some exposure, not too much. That like they never had actual. I mean, I think they had like one dual meet against the other middle school, but they knew just enough to where you know I could build on that. And then you know once we, we preseason started, you know basics, basics, basics. Season start basics, you know position position sprawling how to hit a shot you know the setups for the shot and we just drilled it drilled you know underhooks inside ties duck unders same thing you can ask the kids you know we did it we did it until they're like why are we still doing this because you're still doing it wrong <laughs> but um you know we had, we had early successes like our first dual meet uh that season was against space coast we went down there and uh, you know they thought they're you know every, everyone last year was like all right it's our time to get it in on fpc yeah. You know, we put up more of a fight than I think people were expecting us to put. Yeah, and that's awesome. Yeah. I think and they've got a they've got a really good program they've built out there. They've really started oh, yeah. noise and um 
uh, their coaches and that that big dude with the beard. He's, he's Corey. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Super See, awesome. One of, the, yeah. one of the first coaches I ever met when we first did off season because um, I think my son wrestled one of his kids and his kid was kept doing this big arm thing where he'd come across the face and then I yelled, I yelled at my kid, well, then just elbow him in the face. And then Corey was like, hey, wait a second. We're, you're not teaching this kid the right way. So we ended up becoming friends after that. But, but I, maybe I shouldn't have yelled, elbow him in the face, but that's kind of what happened. But his kid won and my kid hadn't really had any prior training to that. So I think I'd like to see those two wrestle again now. They're both really good kids. They've become friendly too. They see each other at tournaments and stuff. That's what happens in the sport. That's yeah, pretty dope. Uh, well, I know obviously you, you've decided that um, you've been through a lot of wrestling life and fighting life. Um, uh, talk about uh, your time in Brazil. What was it like uh, teaching wrestling um, there? Is it, I mean, is it, is it wrestling? I mean, is wrestling wrestling? And it's so, so I, uh, I, I have a good friend, uh, Joel Garcia. He, uh, he trained with me at American Top Team in Vero. And then uh, he actually lives in North Carolina now. But uh, he, he had moved back to Brazil, um, had opened a gym. And it, it, this dude is amazing at opening gyms and running, running gyms. And uh, I, was, I was in New River County teaching at, teaching at uh, um, an elementary school. My, my district had moved me like to the opposite end of the, the school I was coaching at. So I was coaching wrestling at Sebastian River on the north side of the county and teaching elementary PE on the south side of the county. And it was like driving me crazy. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, you need a vacation. I'm like, yeah, I do. He goes, come down to Brazil, you know, see if you like it. Maybe stay, stay, uh, coach some wrestling, teach my fighters how to wrestle because we have no wrestling. I'm like, all right, that, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> uh, nothing else keeping me here. So, you know, I resigned and went down to Brazil and um, I, you know what, I'm, I love adventure and it was just something, there's always something new happening. And uh, I stayed down there, picked up the language um, and then co and then coaching wrestling. Yeah. Because there was no folk style outside of the United States. So I pretty much had to like teach myself a little bit of freestyle. I never really trained freestyle. Um, but um, I was uh, teaching, Keeping these fighters, you know, take down wrestling, take down defense techniques, and then I had a, I started up a, a club. I got I got in, into the um, the Brazilian Wrestling Federation, pretty much. You know, they're they're the USA Wrestling, and uh, I had a, a couple of kids that I was coaching, and we go to like the uh, that they call it uh, Jogos Escolares, which is like the, the the school games, the inner school games. And uh, I had a I had a kid down there. I was training. He had a he had two months. He was an exchange student in California, and he tried wrestling for two months in California. And then when he went back home to Brazil, he couldn't find wrestling anywhere. And his parents, you know, just happened to be in the same city I was in, Googled me and um, found me, and he came and practiced with me every day. We, we practiced for three months. That's awesome. And, yeah, and then we go to, we go to the we go to the um, the the, uh, the national the national selection national open for uh, all the schools, and a kid takes second place in the country. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then you got more kids in the room. Yeah, but you know, what did you bring back from there that that has really helped you um, uh, give back to the youth, to the sport, and 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 what do you instill now? What are some of the things you learned down there that help you become a better coach here? Um, probably I'd say I have a lot more, a lot more patience and understanding 
because um, they uh, a lot of uh, what a lot of uh, you know we overlook here when it comes to wrestling is you know we're good at wrestling because we have a work a hard working I mean don't, I don't want anyone thinking this the wrong way but it's it, the wrestling culture is a hard working wrestling culture you know we're you become a good wrestler you know you can be a good wrestler if you're a hard worker and you get yourself in shape and you know you get yourself mentally right. Well, other sports don't have that type of mentality. And so when, you know, in Brazil, they're trying to create, you know, they're trying, they're trying to go wrestling in Brazil and they're doing a great job. I, you know, I got a lot of friends. I actually already did two podcasts in Portuguese on wrestling. This is my first English one. Um, but, uh, you know, they're trying to I appreciate you doing mine in English because I wouldn't understand. <laughs> so, they, uh, so they're trying to create this sport. And you know everyone they have the soccer mentalities and the uh, the uh, um, uh, what's another big sport down there swimming and all, all the other mentalities the judo mentalities but you know they don't have they don't have the wrestling mentality and um, you know I realize how important how much of a difference having that wrestling mentality is you know yeah you, wrestling technique is good and, and useful but it's the wrestling technique isn't what makes the good fighter it's not what makes the good uh, um, yeah, good fighter, the good MMA fighter, or, or, or makes the good wrestler. It's the mentality. The, men, the mentality, I'd say, is good 80% of, 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 uh, of wrestling. And that's, that's what I learned down there. Yeah, you could, I, that's something that I hear a lot of you guys say, coaches and <clears throat> current wrestlers, current MMA fighters, prior coaches. Um, they tell me the same thing on here, and I, I know that um, – I tell my son, um, sometimes I go, man, you, you've become this, you study rest. He studies wrestling so much. He's become so in love with it over the last couple of years that he watches every fight on flow wrestling and he watches all these matches and he learns them to the point where now he's watching what MMA fighters are doing on the ground. He's just his mindset, but, but mentally he hasn't caught up confidence wise yet so yeah. tell him that man you've been taught a lot of great technique now this this quarantine has helped him lift weights a lot so he, he ended this he ended the the season at 140 he's walking around about 154 right now right. Um, so he's been putting on some weight and uh but he hasn't leaned out yet but he's still he's just working on power so um, I think when he starts to get that confidence like where he's walking in and he's going okay well that guy's got to fight me like, like uh, Coach uh, Coach Morgan said, I was talking to him yesterday. He goes, "Man, I, I got to a point where I would look at a bracket and people would be like, you know who? You got to fight that guy." And he'd be like, "No, that guy's got to fight me." Like he <laughs> have that mental um, exactly. right? And I, I, I think that when these young kids get that, and I tell him, I think you're going to start to see yourself win more of the closer matches or the matches that you don't think you're good enough to win when you start to just. Try stuff uh, like Coach Morgan said yesterday. It was it's going to make me a better parent now because I'm not a coach, but as a parent, talking to all you coaches, uh, he said to me yesterday. He said I try to change the mindset of my kids when they're going against a top kid in the country or a top kid in the county or or a kid that in their mind they're thinking, oh shit, yeah. I got to wrestle that guy, right? And he says I tell them, okay, well here's what we're going to try to do. See how many. See how many single legs you can get. We'll just work on that. Let's go into this match and say, okay, we can work on our single legs. Let's see how many you can get. Let's just play a game with it. And then the next thing you know, the kid will look up at the clock and he's only down two. Yep. 
his whole mentality has just changed to where he's not too much. He doesn't too much care about the winning or losing. He's saying, okay, I'm going to go in and work on the things I've been working on and, and make it a game and say, okay, how many hand ties can I get? Or how many, like, he said, the kid, next thing you know, you start to see these kids looking up at the clock and they're like, damn, I'm kind of in this thing. Right. Yep. And, uh, and it changes that whole. It does. That, you know, well, we had a couple of moments like that this season where uh, some of our kids started hanging with kids that they didn't think they'd ever be able to hang with, you know, um, I'll take uh, uh, DeFord, for example. You know, he was he was at he was wrestling 52 for most of the season. He's at 152, and um, you know, yeah, he'd, he'd always be like, oh, you know, um, who was one of this one of his kids? Uh, 52 at, at Fleming. Um, I can't I can't remember names that save my life right now. You, mean, but, uh, you know, his kids that he, he looked up to, and uh, you know, he he had he'd have. These he give these kids really good matches, and I'm like, you're, look, look what you're doing! You're you're making. Um, he took uh, Warner Strange Contreras. He took him to deep water. He was a, it was a, it was a, like a one two point match at uh, at a rotary, and when we're looking to him, like Blaine, you're an undersized one one fifty two pounder, and you're hanging with a state runner up right here. You know you he, he no one he doesn't want to wrestle you again. And yeah. a couple couple matches like that, you know, it's like playing, you know. These kids that you you've taken deep water, they don't want to wrestle you again. You're at their level. You're there. You know, don't give up that first takedown, and you're there. And then you know, you know where I saw that click when he finally believed all that. The state tournament. And just oh, that's awesome. All through it. That's you know? time to to believe in it, right? Yep. And and um, you know, we had a couple a couple other kids that are starting to realize I, I belong in these, with these top tier kids. You know. And uh, it's a beautiful thing when you see like these kids realizing I'm I belong here. I'm not here by chance. You know? Yeah, it has to be super cool. And I, uh, <clears throat> it's been cool learning because I get to by talking to coaches and wrestlers. It's pretty cool. I get to learn this stuff. Maybe one day my 14 year old will watch these videos. But right <laughs> now he's way too cool. Um, for me, or plethora of knowledge now. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, I've got I've got this whole platform for you now. You can talk to listen any coach or wrestler that you want, right? And he's like, no, um, Dad, I'm too cool for that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's okay. I get it. You're a teenager. I was there. <laughs> uh, man, so I know um, you're doing uh, you're trying to do a big thing with like AAU and stuff, and and kind of get a team together to where. Um, obviously, this AAU season there was no ECW, so that didn't happen. But um, <clears throat> um, but you put together the Flagler Dogs of War, uh, yep. your club up there, and you're starting to take them around. How can uh, kids locally or kids in your area? Um, how can they get involved with Flagler Dogs of War? Um, well, obviously, right now it's a little little tough. We're still looking looking for a way to uh, to make that youth program work in the COVID world, but. Um, uh, it, one of the best ways, if you want to get involved in anything Flagler, Flagler Punk Coast Wrestling, is go to our website, flaglerwrestling.org. Uh, I think it's .org. I need to go update it probably. <laughs> but, um, you know, I have all the youth information on there, all the club information on there, all the high school information, you know, contact, coach information. Everything on it is on flaglerwrestling.org. Um so anyone in the area who wants to see what we're doing, when we're doing it, where we're doing it, they just go there or follow us on social media. I'm always posting what, what we're up to. Um, but 
You know, I, I've got, I know I got kids that are rich and their parents are like, I got to get this kid out of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of the best things that happened to us as a family is going, starting to go to that, finding that ECW last year it was our first ever off season. And we, one of the tournaments was up at Flagler Palm Coast. And um, once we found Flagler Palm Coast, like during the summer, we almost spent like every weekend up there. It was oh, wow. that fishing pier, the funky pelican, the two ice cream spots. And we were just, we were, we had fallen in love with it. I had uh, Mike on uh, and I was like, man, tell us when the pier opens. Tell us when the pier opens. We want to get out of our house. And uh, it's just, it reminds me. So as I grew up on, on Miami Beach, but old Miami Beach, right? Before it was like what it is now. And then it's kind of creeped into South Beach and became South. But but that 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 strip that you have down there reminds me of Miami Beach when I was younger. You know, it was just starting to come up a little bit. You got some little restaurants. The beach isn't as crowded as it is now. And we just had that home, it's got that home feel for me. So I love it there when we come up. And, uh, it's downtown Sebastian Grove Beach. We don't really we, we, Beach is a little bit of it. <clears throat> it is up here. Yeah, it's um hey, so I know that you guys um we don't come to it, but I we see a lot of schools come up to it. Um you guys have that huge tournament you do every year during, during the season, the rotary, and, and you have I mean I look and you get some some serious teams um in there. I saw last year you had I think Boone was there, I think like Highland Prep was there. Uh you had We'll be there again this year. The all American schools, or the all area schools there, and um, and that's awesome, man. You got some good. How how is it? Um, how is it growing? And 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 um, do you do you have room for more teams to come in? Do you want more teams in there? Are you trying to build it bigger. Yes. Yeah. We have we have we have room for a couple couple more teams. Um. But uh, you know, it is it is very tough. Uh. I need to go through the numbers. I'm I'm so lazy when it comes to going through numbers and looking at stats, but I I know it's got to be out there with the number of uh, rotary placers last year that were state placers. How many state champs we had in the tournament? It was it was it was it was up there, and um, I definitely I firmly believe it's it, it, last year's was and this year's will be the uh, deepest tournament in North Florida. Um, you know we we uh, we got a couple we had. Uh, Oh, we had Newsom. Newsom was there all the way from the Tampa area. They were tough. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Um, but, uh, you know, Winter Springs comes. We had, Fle- we had, we had uh, Fleming Island there last year and uh, and Lake Highland Prep. Um, Bulls. What other tough teams? Oh, Matanzas was there. I mean, oh, that's going to be awesome for the kids, too. I'm sure they, they look forward to uh, I know we have a young team at the First Academy. There's only a few kids on it, and, and it's growing. But I know whenever we go out of Orlando to, like, the George Jenkins, they look forward to seeing other teams and getting to kind of compete with some people they haven't seen. Or Yeah. So it's got to be cool for your kids, too, to kind of – you've got some big powerhouses coming in, like Fleming Island and Lake Highland Prep and those oh, – yeah. and, uh, and Boone coming from Orlando. That's a big up-and-coming program with Travis. And – uh it's got to be cool. The kids go, "Hey, I want to see what I can do against these guys." You know. Yep, yep. Um, you know, that's 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 the secret to you know getting up there with the top tier teams. You know, getting you know uh, going to competitions w- with other big schools like that and uh, schools from outside the area. And it, it's cool that we can ho- we can have one of those at home. 
You know, our, our, our travel schedule is pretty big. Next year, we're going to go down to the Colby Singletary down in Naples. Um, very cool. What about the knockout? Um, that's the same weekend. Maybe maybe we'll make knockout one day. I don't know. They haven't, they haven't reached out to invite us to it. But uh, <laughs> Colby Singletary is going to be tough. South Day is going to be there. Blair is going to be there. So yeah, I heard uh, a lot of the kids, uh, some of the state champs that I've talked to from this year on, on the show have yeah. said – we want to go wrestle Blair. Yeah. That can tell you um, um, what the mindset is of the wrestler. And, and that's why I feel like uh, what Palazzo is doing by entering the, that, that private, whatever it's yeah. called, the nationals. Um, yeah. I, I think that's going to be really cool for Florida. Cause I think we're going to get to see a lot of these teams and kids come in. And, and I yep. think there's some sleeper wrestlers in the state of Florida that might surprise some of these. Um, some of these kids. Yeah, Agostino was one. You know? yeah. yeah, and um, it'll be fun to see those. Just to get teams like that into the state, I think will be awesome. So, yeah, um, for sure. You know, I, I, it's 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 definitely raising Florida up a tier. Um, I think I think college coaches are seeing that. You know, there's some serious serious firepower in Florida that uh, should be considered. That's awesome. Yeah. And if, uh, you know, if, uh, if coach Palazzo can get those prep schools down here in the state to compete in some of these tournaments, that'll be fun. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Just your rotary. Imagine your rotary like Blair and rotary. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be dope. All right, man. You ready for my 10 questions? Sure. All right. I got it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've been talking all day. All right, JT's or the Funky Pelican? Oh, Funky Pelican. I love that place too. <laughs> Sally's or the Waffle Cone? Sally's. Napoli or Mezzaluna Pizzeria? Mezzaluna. All right, it's, it's helping me when I get back up there. <laughs> you go down to the beach, you get on the surfboard or the boogie board? Boogie board. <laughs> I've never gotten no one. I'm on the world <laughs> in the world. <laughs> hey, when you go into uh, when you go into the Funky Pelican, you get the fried grouper or the shrimp basket. Uh, fried grouper. I'm not huge on seafood, but I'm I'm a grouper guy. Yeah, it's good there. Uh, a single leg or double leg? Oh, that's not fair because I usually pull a single into a double. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. I'll say double leg. Uh, Fargo or 32? 32. Uh, should they seed the states or leave it the way it is? I think they should seed it. Yeah, the, the match this year in semis was fun, but would have been better, yeah. right? Yep. All right, so De Augustino or Sher or uh, Sanford? <laughs> what do you uh, – You guys are running around a little bit. You're still bigger than you, huh? He's, he's, he's like 40, 50 pounds lighter than me. <laughs> so you'll crush him. All right. Uh, being a Florida kid, Florida native like me, uh, yeah. a lot of people don't know about those public subs or the Publix fried chicken. Oh, man. Publix fried chicken sub. The chicken oh, tender. Boom. That's what my kid Yes. I love it. <laughs> that's a great answer. Man, perfect. And sometimes they're only fine on an ad. Exactly. I love it, man. Hey, so uh, I look forward to meeting you when I come up there fishing or something. Um, oh, I, uh, hang out and have a good time. I'll hit you up. 
Sounds good. Uh, I appreciate you coming on, man. Good luck running that program up there. Uh, I'm sure you're going to do big things. And uh, I, it's my honor to, to, to have you on. And I do appreciate everything you're doing for the sport. Appreciate it. I appreciate uh, you running this this uh, podcast and stuff. It's, it's awesome. You know, it's really getting exposure to, to Florida wrestling. Yeah, it's been fun. And, and I'm starting to get some feedback, like pretty cool stuff. Like uh, the guy that was on before you, uh, Eric, he said that he's starting a new program at Abundant Life. And yeah. he saw the Mater Lakes coaches on. And he heard the Mater Lakes coaches talking about how when they started their young program and now the success they're having. And he was like, oh, man. And he reached out to them. And now they've got together and they're helping him grow his team. Uh-huh. And stories like that are cool. Uh, the uh, uh, the two brothers, Kyle and Kevin, that were five-timers. Well, um, Kevin Nordstrom said that he's had college kids from around the country reach out to him from the show um, asking him about the education stuff and the intern stuff and the financial help and, and how to, how to do that stuff. So um, just things like that's pretty dope, man. Just to hear some stories some feedback coming back. Cause to me, I'm just a guy in my house talking wrestling, you know, but I guess to the world, it's, it's starting to grow a little bit. So that's awesome. <laughs> uh, anyway, you take care and man, I'm going to come up there and have a fried grouper basket with you as soon as it's right. open. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, brother. Take it easy. All right, you too.